Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. I hit her up again and we hung out and we talked. And then wow. like, I ended up watching a couple of her movies and just like... That's we, so uh, L.A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just watched a few movies she was in. Like, if you want to know about her, just like watch her movies. Ooh, it's about to get juicy in here. Hey guys, welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod. I am here today with a recurring guest, Jake. What is up, everybody? Jake Roquet. That's right? me. Right? Didn't I say it right? You did. You did great. Look at me. Thanks for being on the pod for a second time. Of course. I'm so happy to be back. I love this. Guys, we just recorded an epic episode for his podcast. Is it mm-hmm. your first one? That's the first one. That's, That's the first one. Wild. I'm dropping. I can't believe you asked me. Brand new podcast. I feel like I, you know, I feel like I owed it to you. You brought <laughs> oh me God, on stop. your beautiful podcast and we had such a good time. And uh, I thought that worked. We should do that again. Yeah, guys, go listen to it. I will have it linked below. 
Amazing. If you haven't seen our episode from earlier, go check it out. But if you don't know who Jake is, he is a musician. He's now a podcaster and podcast host. Facts. Facts only. And you're also, what, a personal trainer, a videographer? Yes. You have, like, we're literally the same person. Like, we literally <laughs> have, like, 80 million different things. Yeah, it's true. Okay. I'm a big there- believer in, like, if you like something, you should do it. And if people pay you to do something that you like, then you should let them, you know? If you had to choose one to do the rest of your life, what would you choose? Like, what's in your gut right now? What you know did you what? Straight- it's funny. I feel like... What'd you go to? Okay, so we're going to pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da-da-da-da, Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to everyone of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user-friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free and Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Mwah. Maybe music. Okay, so it, it wouldn't be... Uh-huh. I feel like the most important part to me is like storytelling in a way. Yeah. Which is interesting because videography has that, like making music has that for sure. Podcasting has that, of course. I feel like if there was one thing I could do the rest of my life, it would be communicating. So it, like I'd say may- maybe more in like the podcast, like YouTube world is what so I would So podcasting. Yes. Ooh, it's yeah. about to get juicy in here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy because a lot of people know me as the, I feel like I've been known as a lot of different things in life, but yeah. people know me as kind of like more of the music guy. Who cares? And you I wear love a lot of making hats. music. Yeah. yeah. But it, but maybe what I love doing more than that is connecting with people, like helping people yeah. and like having meaningful conversations, doing things that have a deeper meaning, you know? Which of course music has that for yeah. sure. But, but I think what I'm maybe, maybe why I lean towards it is because I think I'm better at just like conversing with people. So the first thing I want to start off with, which we kind of touched briefly when I was here the last time, was that you have like all these quotes all over your bedroom. Yes. That you like write on a piece of paper. Yeah. Okay. How did this start? Where do you find them? Go ahead. It basically, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Basically, whenever I hear anything in life that I like, whether it's something a friend tells me, something I hear in a book that I'm reading forward slash listening to, because I usually just listen to my books. 
lectures on YouTube, like whatever I'm podcasts, you know, whatever I'm consuming mm-hmm. at that time. If something stands out to me, I'll just write it on like a lined piece of paper. It looks really ugly. I stick a piece of tape on it and throw it up on my wall. Every now and then, maybe every couple of weeks, I'll just like turn and look at it and be like, oh yeah. I'll read through all of them and be like, yeah, so those are good things. Is your room covered with them now? Sometimes I will cycle some out if I'm like, okay, that's not as meaningful to me now or like whatever it is. Sometimes I've cycled some out to conti- so it doesn't get yeah. all over the place, okay. right, is essentially, but th- I've expanded from the area that you saw last time. Got you. Are there any that stand out to you? Yeah, you know, there's some recent ones. Let me pull them up. I guess like the more recent they are, the more they're on my mind. Um, oh gosh. Okay. So this is, this is one that I just thought of kind of, I, I don't know where it came from, okay. um, but I, I wrote it a couple different ways. The one I like kind of landed on is what I want to think about recurringly is audit your money or audit your finances, audit your time and audit your emotions. So first off, audit your finances. I think a lot of times people don't know where their money's going. So they don't think about how they're spending it. So there's no intention around where they're headed with it because they're not thinking about where it's coming from, how much is coming, where it's going, how much is going. And so it's like you kind of a lot of times people get stuck in a cycle. Like most most Americans live paycheck to paycheck. People don't think about where their money's going. And if they did, I think a lot of people would have it a lot easier, essentially. You know? Okay, so I'm one of those people that like I don't really know what the frick I'm doing with my money. I, I, I pay all my stuff. I'm on top of it, like all of that. But as far as like what I want to do with it, where I want to invest it, like I, I want this year for me to like be so on top of knowing where my money's going and stuff like that. And what are some tips and tricks you have for that? So generically, I think uh, there's a lot of things people will tell you, especially like when you just got out of school, like what the heck am I supposed to be doing? Yes. I mean, okay. So base level, I would say the best way to, to be investing your money when you start out is opening up a Roth IRA, which is an individual retirement account. That's just basically like you get to save money, you get to invest it, it's tax-free. Do you have one? I do have one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, in fact, I just started mine three months ago now. Okay. So it's like pretty new for me, even though I've known that I yeah. should, I, if, I've known that I should be doing this since See, I was 18. See, I mean, my like dad's been right. bothering me about this and I need to it's do it. It's a super important one. I try to spend, I have like a, a monthly budget that I've been working on this past few months. Too, okay, trying to, so like, what, give me the details. Like, what does that mean? Let me, let me, so, how'd you so make, first, how'd you make it and how'd you know how to make it? So I have a base level. I, I try to set my budget at uh, $1,600. For what? Is, is, is what I spend. On like per on, what? For for everything. Okay. Sixteen hundred dollars a month, right? Okay. Which is not very much money. So you go into like my my living expense and my rent's nine hundred plus utilities goes out to about a thousand, you know, basic So like, you basically have six hundred dollars to spend on everything, right? So I yeah. so even right now I'm almost done paying off my student loans. I pay like a hundred and like sixty bucks a month. because um, I've like paid down a lot of it already. Uh-huh. And then I have, which I, for for right now with what I'm doing, I'm spending, I'm paying my minimums again on my student loans for a while. I was trying to pay them off really quickly. Now I'm going, because you have like your tax write-off incentives for the interest that accumulates if people. I literally just zoned out because of like how many, like (laughs) how many juicy words you just said there. (laughs) So basically if you're going to have any debt, leave student loans last. If you have credit card debt, pay it off right away. Okay, a lot of times your credit cards okay. are like 15, 25% annually, which is just like, Wild. oh my God. It hurts. Yeah. It's so Even much. car. Car loans. Yeah, car loans. So for me, even when I, when I was growing up, so like I had to buy my own car when I was younger, I was working like, I was making $8 an hour working at Tilly's. Yeah. You know, saving up. Oh my gosh, up. love it. I bought a car for, I think $1,400. I bought a 
gosh, it was a 1990 Toyota Corolla. It was red. It was like this old beat up car. Uh-huh. And I bought it in cash and in some sick way. I love when I felt like when somebody like judged me for having a crappy car, I liked it because I felt like it taught me something about their character. Whoa. Yeah. And, and that's it, like, a, that's, that's steep. I, and so now my car is like, you wouldn't look at it and think that it's that crap because I did, you know, eventually I just wanted to have a little bit nicer car. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is like, get over what other people think about you because it, it probably doesn't improve your life that much. Like if someone thinks that your car is cool yeah. and even if they think your car is lame, it's like, to me, it's like if someone doesn't like, like me because they don't think my car is tight. That's weird. That's not the type of person that I that's really want to have around too, you know? That's not it. So even stuff like that. I feel like that must have been an easy way for you to weed people out because a lot of people in LA are like that. Totally. And I and I loved I love like I remember I took this girl on a date when I was young still and like just getting involved in the LA scene. I yeah. met her at I met her at a church thing and one of my friends was like, "Oh, my friend thinks you're cute and she's an actress." Yeah. And I didn't know that she was an actress, but she was an actress and and I just that's all I knew about her and so I I go and I'm hopping in my car and I'm on my way there and I was like, "Oh, this girl, I, I heard I knew her name." And I was like, "I should just like I don't want to know anything about her. I feel like I should like learn something, you know? Yeah. And I, for the first thing I typed into Google as I'm like pulling out of my house is her name, net worth. <laughs> Just cause I was like, I was kind of curious. I yeah. don't know. And I, and I was thinking about like, oh, my car is so crappy. Like, is this going to be a factor? Which usually I don't think yeah. about it, but then I was like, oh, LA over, people, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. So I go and I, and I looked at it and she was worth like $4 million. And, <laughs> and I'm like, we were, we were both like, whatever, like 18, 19 yeah. years old, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I got all self-conscious for like a minute and then I was like yo if this girl thinks I'm not tight because I don't have a nice car like she's not she's not she's not you know she's not the girl that like that's not my type yeah you know wait so Um, how'd the date go It went really well. We went on a date. It was great. We got we went to the coffee commissary. You know, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. It was a good time. We hung out. We talked. It was enjoyable. I hit her up again, and we hung out. And we talked, and then wow. like, I ended up watching a couple of her movies, and just like that's we, so uh, LA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just watched a few movies she was in. Like, if you want to know about her, just like watch her movies. Yeah, I was just kind of like curious of, about her art and everything. Right. Okay, so tell me about. Why do you weird do the tangent. Tw- no, it's okay. Why do you do the $25 for food? Oh, it just fit. I think I had like a little bit of money left over for food and I was like this is what I got left in my budget. Like 25 bucks, you know. I have $5 for coffee for going out and getting coffee. So once a month I'll get like coffee with a friend. Okay. And and then I like, you know, I buy normal coffee when I'm at the grocery store yeah. and stuff. And I spend a lot more at the grocery store because here's the thing is like you can spend 40 bucks at the grocery store and eat for two weeks and eat pretty well, you know? Yeah. You like buy the right stuff. And I like, you know, I like make juice and like, I I like Guys, he literally made, we like go inside to like cool off a little because we're in the studio and and we had the AC off. And so he's like, he pulls out some carrots. I'm like, oh, he's going to cut up some carrots. No, he juices all of the, how many carrots? I don't know, maybe like 30. Are you serious? Yeah. 30 carrots and how many apples? Uh, two apples. Two apples, and he puts them in the juicer, and now we're drinking carrot juice. Hey, cheers. That's what it's all about. It's, it's getting juicy in here. <laughs> it is so juicy. It's so good. I feel good. like I eat really good food. Yeah, yeah. Like, I eat, I make, like, I don't know, like, burritos yeah. and whatever. I just, like, make food at home, and I make stuff that's quick, and sometimes I buy frozen stuff at Trader Joe's. And it's but really do you good. work so from home? Uh, interesting question. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. So, okay, so when you're on the go, do you always pack a lunch? Um, usually I just don't eat till I'm back. 
sometimes I'll eat out, but like when I go to work, most of my shifts are anywhere, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times they're like three to five or so hours. So I just go, I work out with my clients and then okay. I just eat when I get See, home. See, I feel like that's not a typical, like a nine to five. Like I, right. I bring my lunch. I used to but... meal prep when I like wasn't at Okay, so yeah. you meal prep. I don't really meal prep, but I do always typically bring my lunch and like normally one or god it's bad Sundays one yeah. or two times I'll order food but like I right. should not well uh, yeah I mean I think I think whatever works for your budget too right I'm a big like as but far the as thing is go. I can afford it yeah but like but it's I like should it's opportunity be, cost too, I should right? be yeah I right. should be saving like instead of buying Jones $22 salad uh, yeah you should <laughs> if you're yeah. buying $22 salad yeah do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah totally today's episode is brought to you by Angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. So how can like a normal everyday average Joe, you know, take these things that you've learned and use them practically into their lives? Like, what would you say are the stepping stone? What are small things people can start doing? AKA me. Yeah. Number one, <laughs> track your finances. Okay, um, so, so what I do use mint.com. Mint? It's a super helpful website forward slash app. You can go, okay. you hook up all your bank accounts, all your credit cards. I, I mean, I think that's the most important thing is like, just track it. F just figure out where Start your money- Start tracking See it. where it's going and see see how much you're making, see where it's going, right? And when people do that, like once they're just aware, yeah. things look super different. How much should people be saving? Like, do you put a certain amount- A percentage of your income is what, okay, is what so I would say. Okay, so how much of a percentage of your income do you do- uh, 
So that's what you try and do. Right. Maybe like 30% would be a good a good okay. way to look at it um, for like your general average person. Some people are a lot more aggressive. Some people can't afford to do 30%, whatever it is. I think step one is an emergency fund. So getting uh-huh. like 1000 to $2,000 away for like a, oh, really? a, a, a serious emergency. Okay. Yeah, that's step one. The, the further along you get in career, this is something I don't have, but I think you should have a three to six month savings beyond that. So whatever your expenses are for three to six months, you should have wow. that set aside too, especially if you're a freelancer. Yeah. If you run your own business, so true. if whatever you are, you should be, you, you have to expect things to go wrong because things go wrong. At the end of last year, I had, um, I had, I was working for somebody shooting weddings. They like didn't pay out a lot of money that they're supposed to. And yeah. it was this big thing followed by, I had my car torn apart. Oh no. Um, like out in front of my house, they like cut it up from underneath and took a bunch of parts from it. And it cost no. me like, it wasn't covered on my insurance because like uh, theft wasn't covered on my insurance. It was theft, you know, that, that ran me about like $1,800, I think. And then on top of that, I broke my ankle two days later and I couldn't work. Cause I was a freelancer only making videos. Right. Yeah. So when I was in a point, I was like, yo, things are going good. I'm making yeah. like money. Like I've made more money the past couple months than I have in a while. Yeah. That kind of thing. That happened. I had some money saved up when my car broke down. I was like, oh, I got to pay to get this or not broke down. But yeah. when someone came and cut it apart, I had to go pay a lot of money to That's get it horrible. fixed. At first they told me it was totaled too. And then I took it to another mechanic. He's like, ah, we could do it for like 1800. And I was like, oh, okay, let's do it. You know, cause I didn't oh want to go buy a new God. car. Right? So we did that. And then I broke my ankle and then I couldn't work. So all my money that I had saved up, cause things are going pretty good oh. for the most part, I dropped on that. And then I was also expecting to get paid from the other thing. Didn't. And then I'm, and then I have no money and then I, had, I can't work for for at least like, so I ended up getting work, starting work as a personal trainer five weeks after breaking my ankle, walking on my ankle before I should have been too, um, which I do not recommend. Listen to your doctors when they tell you how to fix yourself. Just yeah. like believe them, you know, and it, it, like just, yeah, yeah, just take them at the word, you know? But yeah, so I went there all of a sudden, you know, I have to start working like on a broken ankle and that, that sort of stuff. And you just have to anticipate like that's, that's life, you know? Yeah. Like if something happens to you, like it sucks, but, but it's just part of how it prepared. works. And like, you know, you're, you, if you have a car, it's going to break down eventually, uh-huh. you know? And hopefully it's three years from now. Hopefully it's five years from now. Maybe it's next week. Like, think about that. Yeah. Like, could, could you handle a thousand dollar car expense right now? If yeah. not, save up a grand. The next step would be get out of debt. Yeah. Aggressively. Yeah. Aggressively get out of debt. A credit card debt first, for sure. Uh, car, I would probably be like, and you know, I'm not, I'm not a total expert on this. These are just like, yeah. you know, off the top of my head. By the dome, way, where did you, know? you learn all of this? I read The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, followed by, I listened to Rich Dad, Poor Dad a long time ago, too. Uh-huh. I obviously took a lot of business classes when I was in school, and so some of it yeah. had to do with like finances. Not much. I think I took one personal finance class, but yeah. it was basically like Dave Ramsey spit out at me again. Yeah. You know, and then Graham Stephan is another great resource as far as so personal money management. Dave Ramsey is the way to go. Yeah. Um, as far as investing goes, Dave Ramsey has obviously really good, really safe options. But I think you can do more if you're willing to put in more time. If you're like, I just I want to work my normal job and I want to have like a safe way to build wealth. Dave Ramsey's like no debt ever, no matter yeah. what, get out of it. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. Don't think about it. You know, yeah. like he's like, if you go to school, maybe, but probably don't, you know, which yeah. I think is like, I think you have to have a really, really healthy respect for like debt can suck a lot. Yeah. So know that. But people like Graham Stephan are willing to say like, yo, but also I made a lot of money like in real estate is an okay place, I think, to like leverage debt. Wow. So that is like something that I need to get right on. Oh, let me, let me also, uh, this is a legal disclaimer. Uh, 
this information is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. And this is not financial <laughs> advice. <laughs> At all. Um, so. Also, too, I, I know a bit about it, but there are people that know a lot more than me. So I'm giving you like a general recap of what yeah. I understand. But Graham Stephan, Dave Ramsey, there's yeah. like a much greater resources than, than totally. me on this, I will say. It's crazy like how much, I mean, of course, if you're in finance or you take a finance class in college, like you're going to learn about it. But it's like so bizarre to me how even in high school and college, we don't learn about like taxes and just like normal everyday things that I'm like now learning once I'm graduated college, like how to operate. Yeah. I think it's so weird. Absolutely. Learning how to do your own. And and taxes are really scary to a lot of people and they're not as complicated as you think. Hop on TurboTax. Like it, it walks you through it like real quick, you know? Um, and then, but, but the biggest part of that too, is when you track your finances, audit your finances, what I say, like month to month, yeah. you do that. it's a lot easier to, to add up those like one, one month's audits to like a year, you know, Yes. whatever it is, gotcha. forget that the end of the year. Um, audit your emotions or audit your feelings. Yeah, now this is mean? an interesting one for me because I'm a very, very like logically and analytically driven person. Yeah, you are. What's your sign? Your, your, oh gosh, I don't know. When's your birthday? September 8th. I think. Virgo? Virgo, I think. I feel like it is Virgo, maybe. Okay. I'm not super educated on that kind of thing. Okay. What's your Enneagram? Oh, my Enneagram is I'm an achiever. I so you're I took three. It, I took it. I got a three, seven, eight. So I know, you know, you're a one thing wing this, but my top yeah. three that I took were three, which is achiever, seven, which I think is like explorer or like adventurer or something like that. It's the enthusiast. Enthusiast. Yes, yes, yes. And then eight is like the commander, I think it is. Oh, I forget the eight. I have a lot it's of friends like, that it's are like eight. It's like a like a strong. Yeah, like, it is. I remember when I took it, I was like, oh, I don't want to get eight, and I think I didn't want to get it because I recognize some of those tendencies in myself, and some of them I don't like. Right, so like the leadership ones are positive. Yeah, like eights lack empathy. Okay, is a big thing, and I think like empathy is like the most important thing in the world. Yeah, you know, so like. Yeah. Um. Do you know what I am? Can you guess? I would guess a seven, okay. or a three. <laughs> Frick. Oh, I, but I also am not super educated. So I know there's a peacemaker. I know there's a helper. Uh-huh. Uh, can you throw some of the, the other ones out at me? It's similar to you. Mine is similar okay. to you. <laughs> I, would, I, would guess, I would guess you're an achiever for some part of uh-huh. it. Um, so I'm a three-wing two. Three-wing two. So three, so three is achiever, two is helper, right? Yeah. Cool. But my top two besides the two is seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what, that's that what I would weird? think. Yeah, totally. That's probably why we always have a good podcast conversation. I, and that makes sense. So um, how do you control your emotions? It's not as much controlling them. For me, For me, so it's, 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 all, it's a little bit deeper, too, because when I grew up, I was uh, like like an angry kid sometimes. Like, okay. And, and there was a, some, some stuff in my life that was like not like less than ideal. Yeah. And I took it, my answer to it was like being angry and frustrated. And that's why like for me, like playing football growing up was like a big way of like letting out that anger, okay. you know, in like a, you know, maybe a, a healthier way of the options that I had presented, you know? Yeah. And the the answer for a while, I would kind of just like like put it away, you know, okay. like just like okay, like, and and after doing that enough times, I became, I think, really out of touch with like my emotions, yeah, and really like analytically and logically driven, which I think has like some massive pros and some massive cons, okay, right. And so growing up and maturing, and learning about the validity that emotions have in relationships, of yeah. course, you can't you, like you have to listen to your heart, yeah, and you can't only think, and and I think that I think that it's better to make now this is I have a bias. I think it's better to make decisions according more to logic to what and you think. reason. 
yeah. than how you feel. Yeah. But also I think, I, and so I thought that for so long, I also think that you can't discount your feelings. You can't write them off totally. Yeah. And in fact, your feelings will tell you a lot of things that you know, but you might not be processing correctly. I think it's a super common relationship that probably a lot of people hear yeah, this and be like... ask in relationships, do you think it's better to trust your gut and like your heart or what you think both both okay and, and so there's a balance Healthy mix. but yeah yeah i think that in in relationships a lot of people they're in a relationship they're happy it's like a good time they like the person but they have this gut feeling that it's not going to work out and it's right and and i think you have to like pay attention to that like and you have to like if you have so do you think someone sh- if they're in that exact situation do you think they should just break up with them Probably. I think so too. Yeah. I think that, I I think that if you, if you like know deep down, I think people are, they go back to what they're comfortable to and what, and there's comfort and what's familiar and that's not all bad. I know me, if I was feeling that way, it'd be one thing. If Mm -hmm. someone else was feeling that way about me, I would want them to break up with me. Yes. Of course. Of course. Of course. That's like horrifying. Like I would hate that. Right. Right. So whether, so whether it's relationships, whether it's a, you know, it could be a job. If you're, like, pay attention to how your work makes you feel. Yeah. If it makes you feel awful, understand that. Think about it. That's yeah. what, that's what like, the auditing it means to me. It's like, it's worthwhile. And and a lot of times we can feel things and then be like, whatever. And it rolls off our back. We don't think yeah. about it. We feel it again. Then we don't think about it. We feel it again. We don't think about it. But it's like, pay attention to uh-huh. the way things make you feel. If something makes you happy, if something makes you sad, if something makes you frustrated, if something mm-hmm. makes you whatever, let it be valid. And I think yeah. for a long time, like, for me with emotions, it was just like, like, shove it all down. Whenever I feel anything, shove it down, shove it down, shove yeah. it down, shove it down. I'm only going to act off of reason. And your emotions tell you things, you know, that yeah. maybe are truer than your thoughts. So how do you audit your emotions? I feel like it's it's something that is like a constant process, you know, okay. like trying to learn and get better. I feel like I'm below average at it. And that's why it's important to me, okay. you know, because I have to often and, and I try to act more quickly on these things instead of yeah. letting it build up. So I have to often think like, for example, last time we talked, I was shooting videos for YouTubers all the time. Yeah. It was something that I thought I wanted for a long time. So I was like, and I dug in and I kind of was like making it work, you know? Yeah. And I, and I really got into it and I thought like, this is it. I'm here. It's working. This is good. You know? And, and I kept on trying to convince myself when I'd be sitting editing a video and I just like hated it for someone that I wasn't really excited about what they were making, but I just needed to do it because it was work. I would tell myself like, no, I like this. Like, come on. I like this. Come on. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm lucky I get to do creative things for my job, blah, blah, blah. Like, I like this. And I did it. Yeah. And in fact, it like it like made me sick sometimes because like there's there's a, a mix of like the pressure for people to, you know, you, you want them to like what you do. Yeah. You want to be able to come back. So you have to do everything really well. And then like also I was full freelance at the time, which I'm not as much anymore because I kind of have a personal training yeah. business, but it's a lot more consistent than one-off videos for people or whatever it is. Yeah. Right? So there's not this anxiety that comes yeah. with this. There's, there's a lot in it. Basically for me, I got to a point where I was like, I don't really like, you're like, why am I doing this? Yeah. yeah like I don't love this. I should only be doing it. I, I did this because it was supposed to be doing something that I loved and I could be making a lot more money elsewhere. But I picked this because I said, I want to do something I love and yeah. make less money, but now I'm making less money and doing something I don't like. Yeah. You don't want to be there. No. Right? That's like, yeah, you either want to, you want to yeah. make a lot of money doing something you don't like or you want to be happy doing something you love and make less money but you don't want to have both of those things exactly so like paying attention to when you like feel those things and think okay now this is how how it makes me feel what should i do now so are you just more self-aware about 
it for yourself. Yeah, and I think like give like knowing that like the way you feel is valid, right? Okay. It's kind of like a cheesy thing, but yeah. like if something's real, and it's also when I learned this more about myself, I, it changed the way I interact with other people and gave me a ton more empathy because the way other people feel is like real to them, and they've had a set of experiences in their life that's like brought them to the conclusions they've come yes. to. And even if you disagree, you can learn from them, at least appreciate and understand yeah. them. You know? I think that's actually so true because this is like an extreme example, but I woke up one morning and I was feeling great and I went to Phil's coffee mm-hmm. and I got a chai and I was walking back and, you know, everything was good. I was like excited for the day and all of a sudden my stomach, like I started to get like, it felt like I was almost getting anxiety, like in my head I was like Taylor talk yourself out of this I don't know what is like giving you anxiety right now but just like let it go Mm -hmm. but my stomach I was like oh like this does not feel good I literally talked myself out of it I was like literally like praying I was like okay like I'm so grateful for this I was like trying to like bring myself back down to earth I literally get home and I throw up because I because I ate something like I actually like I and my stomach actually felt bad and like I was actually sick like I wasn't overthinking it like mm-hmm. it wasn't anxiety it wasn't anything like I literally like ate sick. something yeah. bad and I was sick and right. I threw up yeah. and I can't even remember the last time I threw up like I try and always avoid everything I can but like sometimes you eat something bad and sometimes you have a bad feeling and sometimes you gotta throw it up yeah. and like I don't know I feel like we need to listen to like what you're feeling right right you know totally. like I definitely didn't <laughs> yeah, and, and just like remembering, even if you if even if you need to write it down to remember, cause yeah. a lot of times it, feelings and emotions are fleeting. You know? So true. And just being like, yo, this is valid. I need to like think about this when I make decisions. Yes. As in the same way, I think about all the facts, all the logic, all the reason. I need to think about how something makes me feel too when I make decisions. Absolutely. Okay, so I want to quickly go through the rest of your ones just so people can, okay. so people can yeah, take yeah. them with them. The rescue boat isn't coming. No one is on their way to save you. If you want to see change you must make the change happen did you come up with that that's a good one no i didn't come up with okay. that i uh I, I think a lot of people have I love said that things one. along the lines of that so so that hit me once because i remember i think a lot of times people want their life to be different yeah and think i wish i made more money i wish that i was in better shape like i wish i was healthier i wish that i ate better i wish that i you know was more intelligent i wish you know whatever it is like people like want for all these things in yeah. life and they do the same things that have made them not be satisfied, right? Someone says, I want to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I wish I could make a lot of money. They really, really want it. Yeah. But then they do the same things that have caused them to not make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, well, what, what's, what do you think is going to change? Because yeah. no, for sure, no one's going to come into your life and be like a devote magical all fairy. their time to make you money. Yeah. No one's going to come into your life and devote all their time to make you healthy. Dang, you know? I love this quote. So it's like, if you want to do it, think about the things you want. This goes for, it goes for anything. You want to be happy. You want to be healthy. You want to be like, have more money, you know, whatever it is, like, think about what it is and think about, okay, what do I need to do to get me there? Yeah. So good. Yeah. I and love And not that. just like do the same things that have got you stuck where you're at. There's also something that's so liberating too about being financially stable on your own Mm -hmm. as an individual and knowing you're not relying on anyone or being 
individually so satisfied with what you've done and like you've done it all on your own there's something so awesome about that and knowing like no one's there to rescue you totally it's like the best because you you'll you'll be drawn to ash when you realize like no one's coming to save you like yeah if you want it you want to fix it you got to do it with money too people will say like oh my life's not all about money blah blah which like if your life's all about money you're doing it wrong like 100 yeah. percent. and people also say like money doesn't buy you happiness which yeah. i think is also true money doesn't buy you happiness but not having money makes you sad <laughs> like like for, for yeah. real like like money like having there's a point where like having enough money the That's more so money's true. not gonna make you happier you know but i know personally not when i don't money. have the money for the things that i need not only does it make me sad it is like crushing yeah like the stress not even not even just sadness you know not it's the opposite like of happiness anxiety, but anxiety stress. constant anxiety constant stress you can't actually enjoy things that you enjoy yeah. too That's because you're so point. stressed about the things that you should be doing right so like i feel like even the last time we talked i was coming out of that it was back in january i think we talked yeah. so i was coming out of that little session yeah. of like having no money not working yeah. and it's like gosh that was tough and stressful yeah you're like you know? i don't want to ever be there again yeah okay. the one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge and more importantly has kept me hydrated the most is liquid iv y'all when i tell you i literally crave liquid iv like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head first of all it just always quenches my thirst but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it and it's just so good like a nice cold crisp glass of liquid iv oh my gosh Mwah! sounds so good whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Okay, we'll fly through the next ones. Live every day as if the whole world is watching because mm. one day they might be. That's interesting. That's a good one. So I think I heard live every day as if the whole world is watching. Okay. Why? Um, what does that mean? I heard that somewhere. To, to me, it's like... I feel like this is really good for like creators, like in our like world, kind yeah. of for LA people. Well, I feel like this one specifically... True. Yes. Well, so this one is really specific that's to LA That's so people. true. The first section is true for anyone though. Yeah. And that live every day as if everyone in the world was watching you, right? Because I think that's what integrity is. 
I agree. Right, right. Behind closed doors, would you do the same thing? Yes. And I think that I think that one integrity has like the greatest ROI of anything. Yeah. Like being a good person and having integrity is like not only is it the right thing to do, but it's also probably what's best for you. And too. like and it's gonna what make what makes you happiest. Yeah, and having a high level of integrity is like probably the sexiest thing you could possibly have. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like for an employee, I want to oh, have yeah. someone who has a high level of integrity, totally. a boss, a, you know, a mentor, like anyone in your life, having a high level of integrity is like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like I that think is that, it. I think you'll live the most meaningful life that way, too. So if you Agreed. think like what, you know, in your day life, even the way you spend your money, the way you do whatever, it's like if you're not really proud of something you're doing, you'd probably be better off not doing it. Yeah. And like, man, that is so true in so many areas of life, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the second part I tagged on, because I think I heard that first part somewhere else. I'm sure somebody said lots of things like that. Yeah, because one day they might be. The second part for me was, especially moving into the social media sphere and everything, and like, and and this this goes for anyone because the internet has changed our world, you know? Yeah. Now now we think about, like, Donald Trump runs for president, right? And we can go, because of TV and because of the type of life he lived, you can go back the past 40 years and pull every... You know, yes. pretty much every bad thing he said, like a lot of that exactly. sort of stuff too. And and he did not grow up in our age. No, like he he was a, you know more than the average person because he was on television. He was like yeah. a, lived a public life, blah blah blah. But like basically now everyone's on television. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything you do is is up for the world, and like it's it's a lot better. And it's not even like, it's not about like hiding things you wouldn't want people to know. It's just like, if you don't do those things that you wouldn't want people to know about you, like you will be happier and you will be yes, a better person as exactly. a result of it. And with, again, with technology, it's like things behind closed doors aren't behind closed doors. Yeah. Oh, you know? totally. Totally. We die an early death when we become apathetic to the insane gift that is our life. The best way to show gratitude is squeezing every last drop out of each moment. Wow. So this is one of your favorites too? Okay, yes. This was, man, I think I, you know what's funny is I saw something that was like, that sparked this from, this from will like be the a, last quote, a YouTube comment or an Instagram comment or something. Somebody, somebody wrote something along the lines of that and it like really inspired me. The beginning of that phrase, can you read it the beginning again? Because there's one thing that they said word for word that I was like, dang, that's good. It was like an anonymous Instagram or, or YouTube account. We die an early death when we, become, when we apathetic become apathetic to the insane gift that is our life. Yeah. So he said, yeah, he said something along the lines of that. And gosh, I wish I would have like written down this like random YouTube or Instagram comment to like yeah. give him credit now. Because I feel like it's, that's really profound. Somebody else may have said it before. I have yeah. no idea. But I think the fact that you're alive and the fact that like you, especially you're if you. you're alive and you're in America... Or you're alive and you're in a country where you have a smartphone. If you're listening to this, like, you are lucky. Yeah. You are really lucky, you know? So true. My dad always says... Like the other day, I my car was having trouble starting right. and, I had to, and the battery died and I had to go, you know, into the mm-hmm. dealership, get buy a new battery, whatever. Exactly what we were talking about. You right. know, like, I, thankfully, I had money to pay for it and whatever. But my dad always says, he's like, you know what? And if I'm complaining about something and it, I don't know why it hit so hard for me when he said this this one time. He was like, Taylor, if that's the worst thing that's going to happen to you today, then you have a damn good life. Right. And right. I was like... Okay, (laughs) that hit hard. Yeah. And I think it's so true. The little things that may seem like big things in the moment are not that big. Yeah. There's like a statistic where... 
people are always like in America, I feel like people are like, oh, the 1%, they're evil, you make money by blah, blah, you know, like, like yeah. people that make money, right? Make a lot, a lot of money disproportionate to society. But globally, if you make more than like $24,000 a year, I think it is, you're in the 1%. Yeah. So like careful who you hate on for being in the 1%, so right? True. And, and and being successful does not equate to like being evil. I feel like this is a common thing people learn in like college nowadays. It's really common for people to learn that like society is full of like oppressors mm-hmm. or people being oppressed. Yeah. Um, it's like a sort of like a Marxist yeah. type of co- like communist sort of yeah. thing, but it's becoming more and more popular, especially in the millennial generation. That's like pushing more towards like socialism because uh-huh. I'm like a pretty middle of the ground person when it comes uh-huh. to that kind of stuff. But like understanding your life is valuable. Everything you get to do is like a great opportunity. Don't forget that totally. because if you become apathetic to it, you, it says like you die an early death, you know, yeah. like you, you don't get to live a life that you have a really sick opportunity to be living and people and another thing people die. I've had like two friends in the past couple of months die and my uncle passed away a couple, a oh couple, God, like so a few sorry. days ago. And it's just like, every time it happens, it's like, remember that living is like uh, amazing. It's a, it's and like a when complete I, blessing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I look at like, like someone like my uncle lived like the fullest life. Like he mm-hmm. just like did everything you could do. He like, he did everything from like teaching like mountain climbing to like outdoor excursions yeah. to like jazzercise classes. He's like, an, he worked, he's like professionally, he did like IT and tech. Wow. But he just like, he did, did like everything just because he was like, he's someone that like inspired me. It was just like, yo, if you want to do something and you love it, do it. you can do it. He like made music too and he like played in all these bands and late night shows and like all that kind of stuff you know it's just like man you know life's too short to like not do that and I think that he he was 60 when he died and I feel like which is so young, obviously, yeah. but like he did so much more than so many people that lived to be 90. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just wow, like... Wow, that's so good. Yeah, just like understand how valuable your life is yeah. and, and respect it and like do things that are that are meaningful and worthwhile and don't waste your time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's hard to follow up on. <laughs> I want to transition because that was like, I can't, we can't that was get gnarly. better yeah, than we can, that. We can, we can roll Let's out. Let's transition <laughs> into that into something more juicy and like easygoing, yes, lighthearted. I love that. Okay, now um, that, you know, we'll get all exciting now. Now that hopefully you got something <laughs> valuable from all of those things. I asked what people, what I should ask you, basically. Oh, yeah. And... I'm going to ask you some of these questions. Oh, you've got questions. Cool. What is the most important thing about a girl? Selflessness. I think that to me, relation, I feel like integrity is like a close second, but, but one of the biggest things that like puts someone on the, on a radar for me, someone that I'd be interested in is someone that's like willing to serve people and doesn't like need a lot of recognition for it someone that's like that does good out of the good of their heart you know so what's an example like an everyday example that you would maybe notice a girl and be like okay where she's being selfless i think like uh, maybe like the most basic way to put it is if you see like if you see her defer to like a friend or or to like offer to defer to you or offer to whoever i think like i think successful relationships work off of like it's like a mixture of like of selflessness and maturity as mm-hmm. well because i think when you see someone that's willing to forego something that they want yeah for someone else yeah 
right? I remember my mom made a big deal of this when I was young. I remember when she told me first, it like blew my mind. If she'd like cut a pizza, right? Yeah. And like the biggest piece, of course, when you're like seven, you know, you see the biggest piece, like I want that one. Yeah. You know, I got like five siblings, you know, food goes fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you see the biggest piece is like everybody gets two pieces. Like I'm gonna get the biggest piece. And when I remember one time she stopped me and she's like, leave the biggest one and take a smaller one and leave it for your sister or whoever it was, because it's not all about you kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like be willing to forego something you want to gift to somebody some- something else. Right. And, wow. And so like that was like like the simplest version of it, right. You see a pizza, you know, you get um, a smaller one. I'm like seeing a new quote that could maybe be on your bedroom. Yeah, wow. something like that. <laughs> like um, you should you should write that. It's something take the smaller about piece of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Take the smaller. I slice. feel like that's like a it, like take a, the smaller slice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like a good life rule. I'm like on board with that. I yeah. love that. I'm going to start saying that. Take the smaller slice, bro. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. That's good. Take the smaller slice. Ooh. That hit, Thanks, mom. That's hit, that hits hard. Thanks, Jake's mom. Does she have to be Christian? Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of things that I I base my life life off of foundationally and like morally and those sorts of things that like if someone's not a Christian they're like well I just don't see it like that because I don't believe in that and it's like well I I can't blame you you know like, yeah like we we just see that differently and I think that we talked about this before too but values are like what it what a relationship is founded on not liking someone you know so you have to have like your values and morals aligned because a lot of the other stuff you know will crumble if you don't have that. Exactly. I have a few personal questions about like relationship and dating ones too. One would be where should girls in LA go to find guys? Church. Church? Yeah. <laughs> I would say church. Also places doing an activity that you genuinely enjoy. Okay. So, so say you're not like, you know, a lot of people just are like, oh, church isn't my thing. Like, totally cool. Yeah. I would say go to where someone who has similar interests to you might be. So if you like to surf, go surf or find like a group of people that goes and surfs and surf okay. with them. If you like to make music, go to concerts. So what about for me? Things. Use me as an yeah. example. Where should I go? So Besides I would, church. I go to church. Uh, yeah. I would say for you, like, like I, I'm, I'm not a big you can meet great people at bars. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you meet great people going out. Like great, I have great friends yeah. that go out. I go out every now and then. Like it's it's a it's an okay way to meet people. I think that more often you're going to meet someone that wants to have sex with you and not someone that like wants to be in a relationship yeah. with you when you're going out to bars and clubs, especially in LA, right? Gotcha. So like know that. You know, yeah. just like, just like, like that, that's just how it is. You know, yeah. like know that if you're like, Oh, I want to meet someone that I want to be in a relationship with. Yeah. Like that's like more, a more meaningful long-term sort of thing. Maybe like stuff that you like to do, like going to play tennis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Someone else that like enjoys tennis. So they, they might, you're probably going to be sporty, kind of competitive, you know, yeah. to, maybe a golf course going yeah. to okay, like, whatever so, things you just actually enjoy. So a lot of times there's like apps nowadays where you can go and it's like, like a meetup like is an app. Yeah. Okay. And there's like, you can go, there's like a group of, oh I looked God, at that's it. Scary. I saw it it's totally scary, but it's just like, I think that's you know, what you have to do. It. Yeah. I think like if you can find a group of like 14 people, that's going to go surf on a Sunday at a certain break, you oh know, like you go and you say, what's up? Hi, I saw you guys on the yeah. app and it's all other people that want to meet people yeah. they wouldn't be on the app if they That's weren't like true. you know they, they're probably people just like you or maybe they're totally just, different from you it's just like, so strange to me like how it's so hard for all of my friends like and I, it's like I have friends in different groups it's not just like my one core friend group that doesn't know guys mm-hmm. it's like a lot of girls cool girls that I know in LA don't know very many guys and I don't know like and also another thing is it's like I don't have time to like go golf every 
all the time. Yeah. I'd say the other option is like when you see someone that you might be interested in, and it can be on social media. I'm like totally on board with this. You like, you find someone on YouTube that you think you like, or, you know, you see, come across their Instagram for a friend, like shoot them a DM. Like I'm totally on board with like, hey, you want to grab coffee? Oh yeah. So it's tough. It's tough coming from the girl. And if you're, if it's like, if you're trying to ask them on a date, right, that's different. Yeah. Or what if I'm just trying to get their attention or just trying to like, I'm like, look, I see their profile. I'm like, okay. I'm into it. Like, how uh, hey, do I? Hey, I came across your account through my friend. Blah blah blah. You seem really cool. Want to hang out? Want to grab coffee? Really? I like. You like, would like that if a girl said that to you? Thing. I, w- I wouldn't always say yes, but I see, and I, I think I am abnormal in this way. But if someone did that to me, I'd be like, "Yo, you got balls!" Like, that's tough to do. I like, even if I didn't want to, I would respect them for it. You know, yeah. just like taking the shot. I, I like love that kind of thing when I have yeah. more friends do it, whatever it is. You know, um, so if someone did it to me. And and I like were to assess from like which is hard to do when you yeah. look at their Instagram like yeah they're cute and like they might be cool yeah. looks like we kind of are into the same stuff I'm like yeah let's grab coffee you know but I wouldn't be opposed to the idea we were just talking I'd say this yeah. on the podcast uh, your friend Ashley. Yeah, um, who I like have shot a video for recently, or like, like yeah, I don't know, a few months ago and everything. I was like, dude, she's so cool. The other day, I almost just like hit her up and was like, yo, we should like yeah. hang out, like in a totally like, I just think you're cool and want to be friends, yeah. you know? Like, and I think that. So I how don't do know, we? Some people maybe say yeah. And someone some people needs say no. to like DM me and tell me how because like there are guys that I'm like, oh my god, so I want to be simple. friends, but like, how do I say that one without not thinking that they're I'm hitting on them or? But sometimes like, you I, do need to clarify. Sometimes you need to say, I, which is an awkward thing too. Maybe even just saying like, y- like so cash, like, yo, not to be weird, but I think you're dope. Let's go get coffee or yeah. something. Uh, yeah, the, or I like, think I think people will. It just depends on the guy too, because some people might read that and be like, oh, she's into me, and it's just like, what you know, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, I think it depends. Oh, this I is think, hard. I think it's okay to say like, like, but totally not in a date way, you know? Yeah. Or like just like. Like, especially because if it's that first interaction from afar on, like, Instagram, I think people will assume that it's, like, a relationship outreach or a date outreach, right? So I think you kind of have to go. And I'm, like, I'm all about just, like, yo, whatever you're thinking, just be honest. Like, so I think think the best pickup line to someone you've never met before is, hi, I think you're really pretty. Can I have your number? Like, if you're trying to get a girl's (laughs) number. You know what I mean? Like, like, I think that's the, I think, like, the jokes and the blah, blah. I think the best way to go is, like, hey, I was sitting over there and I saw you and I thought you were really pretty. And Have you done that? Have you gone up to people? Uh, I've done that once before before and it was sort of a time just to prove like yo this is how like like this is the best way to do it i'm, I'm not really one to like drop yeah, a pickup line that. you know what i mean yeah but um because i'm like all about i like to get to know somebody as a friend first before i date them but that's like another conversation yeah um you talked but, about that on the last pod so go listen to that yeah yeah like just yeah, like exactly i think what i just like the the act of like chatting on an app or instagram is already I don't know why in my head I think it's such a big deal. I'm like, oh my God, we have to do that. And then we have to decide where we're going. And then it's like, Ugh, and then we have to, Ugh. like, I feel right. like I just think it's so much effort to like, I, I guess I just need to get over it and just do instead of like, think mm-hmm. I just need to do. Right. Right. And, and, and I just plenty be totally of, like, cool with like, literally, I want to show you my, one of my apps. I'll show you hinge. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so well, bad. Yeah, like, and, I don't and dating respond. apps is like totally legit way to go too. For yeah. Meeting people. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even like touch on that, but I was gonna say like, man, I know people that are in legit relationships that like got like, married and stuff too that are they met on Bumble Hinge. Like whatever right it is. now, I have these are all my turn. I have sixty six. Yeah. That I haven't responded to. Yeah. 
So it's like it's like, like what when someone tells me like like if you say like oh gosh I just can't find a a, a guy to to go on a date. But that's I'm my not own saying fault. that you said this, you know? Yeah, or no, but like I do I do say stuff like that, yeah, and it's like it's, it's like, my fault, right? And a lot of times too, and there's a balance of it too, right? I think something that people like nobody tells their friends is like yo check your standards or like check who you're going after because like and this is like a weird thing. So like for some of my buddies. How could I phrase this in a nice way? Or like if someone's like at the most basic level, let me explain this to you and see if there's a better okay. way to explain it for the podcast. Someone's like a four and they will only date nines. It's like be open to a six. Yeah. You know, like. No, I don't like, think that's bad. I think I should leave that in. You think I that's should leave good. it in? I don't yeah. want to like hurt. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like be, be aware of where you're at. Like I, so, so for me, like I wouldn't be like, uh, I don't know, whoever, whatever, who are my favorite, like famous actors are. It's like, oh, yeah. none of them want to date me. I'm never going to get, you yeah, know, it's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like if someone is famous and makes a lot of money and blah, 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 like you might not be what they're looking for. Yeah. And like, that's just <laughs> Exactly. How it is, and if someone is like, uh, you know, looking for one kind of person, and you're not that, it's like that's okay. Like, be interested in people who yeah. like would are like I think that's in your world point. and interested in you and people you'd be interested in. You know, I've had one friend in particular. I won't say her name, but she might know that I'm talking about her. I think she's someone that's like always, and she's admitted this to me, so I feel like yeah. comfortable saying it. She's like always like, uh, no guys are into me. And then, like, when a guy's into her, she's like, ugh, but, like, not him. It's like, oh, well, well, like, okay, one, guys are into you. Two, like, I don't know, he's a good dude. Like, maybe he's not, like, like, you know, as in great of shape as you would want, or maybe he's not whatever, but, like, I really like him. Like, maybe just go on a date with him, see how it goes. Like, you, you know, like. I think a problem with me specifically is that, like, I'll match with people. Like, I'll think they're cute or whatever, and then I think I have them figured out. Like, I think I'm, like oh, he's probably a douche. Or, like, oh, I'm, like, oh, he probably, like, has a, like, horrible work ethic. Or, like, like I, I literally, mm-hmm. from their profile, will, like, think in my head, like, about what I actually think they are, and then I believe it, and I just, like, disregard it. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, ah, yeah. oh, he's not good. Isn't that messed up? Right, and I think, too, like, being okay with some stuff, too, right? Something in, I was I was recently in a relationship, recently yeah. got, out of, uh, got, got out of it. I don't know if that's the words, but <laughs> no, I, I escaped. No, not at all. Um, I recently escaped from my last <laughs> No, no. But there were things to where, like, she would do something or say something or whatever it was, and it's like, I don't really like that. Yeah. But you have to level that with, I know for a fact that I say things and I do things that she doesn't like. Yeah. I say and do things I don't like. Yeah. Right? And so like you have to be willing to like give grace to the other person too. It's like, so yo, true. I'm not perfect. So when this person I'm interested in or dating or whatever it is isn't perfect, it's like, that's okay. See, that's so, like, I feel like I needed to hear I'm that. I'm so not, like, like I, you, you have to be able to give at least as much grace, grace. as you're hoping someone else will give you. Because I mess stuff up all the time. I say things that I like... I mean to sound one way, but they yeah. sound another way. And even if I like were to hear that, I do that sometimes with a benefit of like hearing yourself recorded on audio or video yes. as you hear yourself say stuff You're back. Like, oh, that's cringing. Not, that's like, that's not how I meant to say it, but it sounds like yeah. this. So sometimes like, you know, someone's like, Hey, you, you said this and made me feel this way. It's like, okay, well I didn't mean that, but also like I, I might've done it wrong. Yeah. You know, I might've said so it true. wrong. I might've done this thing wrong, whatever it is. And it's like, be willing to give another person as much grace as you would hope somebody would give you. Absolutely. I think that's so good. Cause I guarantee you listening to this, you suck at some stuff and you've done <laughs> yeah. stuff wrong and that's okay. No, but like, I think be okay you're talking when someone straight else to me. Does it. 
So Jake and I came up with a bunch of poll questions, of course, and we want to go through them. Amazing. So what's more important to you, your morning routine or your night routine? Morning routine. I agree. And go listen to the pod because he explains his morning routine flawlessly and it's epic. Mm. 57. But also I think, I think your night routine like sets up your morning routine. Like I don't I have a successful morning routine without doing like a couple of things the night before. They go hand in hand. Uh-huh. 57% said morning routine. So it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, what do you do more often? Underthink or overthink? You answer first. Am I supposed to answer all these first? I absolutely overthink. Yeah. I think that most of the time I overthink. Um, 95% said overthink. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time I overthink. Sometimes I would, I mean, there definitely have been instances in my life where I've underthought, you know what I mean? I so. do have <laughs> moments here and there where I'm like, I guess it's not an underthinking thing. It's a, I should have been more prepared. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know? I think that's, I think that's a good way to put it. I definitely will overthink a lot of, especially when it comes to another thing we talked about when it comes to like creatively, yeah. I overthink and it's just like, I need to I need to break through that for a while before I start thinking too deep again. Yes. Do you listen to podcasts more or do you watch YouTube more? I would say YouTube, but also hand in hand with that, I listen to a lot of podcasts or excerpts from podcasts on YouTube. See, listen to like podcast highlights and stuff. Okay. So. See, I probably like the hours that I spend on both. I probably listen to more podcasts because I'm in the car more. Right. But. Every day I'm on YouTube watching. Mm-hmm. Most of my YouTube watching I do passively. I probably listen. To like, I do it passively too. Right. Probably I like do it while I'm like get, getting ready or exactly. like yeah. Cleaning, working Eating, out, whatever. Because right? yeah. I, I I'll probably listen to about two or three hours of like information a day, whether it's audiobooks yes. or podcasts or YouTube videos. Yeah. And which I is probably wild. Do, yeah. Which is insane. I love that about audio. Right. You can do because you can you it's we, there's all this lost time that we've made up in the car while you're working out, while you're cleaning, while you're doing whatever. Yeah. It's like you can continue to become more, even, and more and more educated. I even think like, oh, I'm not in the mood to like actively listen. And I'm like, who cares? I'm passively listening. Like mm-hmm. if I get one thing from this, it's one thing. Right. You know, and it's like, you know, I enjoy my workout more listening to a podcast or audiobook. I enjoy my yeah. cleaning more. Like I, sometimes I'm like stoked to clean. So true. Just putting something yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to clean. And I got my yeah, headphones yeah, yeah. on. You know, like. <laughs> 12% said podcast, 88% said YouTube. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I would expect, I bet they'd probably skew slightly more towards podcasts with a slightly older audience. Yeah. That'd be my guess. But, but also probably too, uh, I think a lot of people probably like me where they listen to podcasts or excerpts of podcasts. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan, H3H3. Yeah. Whoever. A lot of times I'm listening to it on YouTube. What's harder, staying consistent or staying motivated? I think staying consistent because can, staying consistent is tangible. Yeah. You know? People, it's real, people can be motivated all the time. I think people, yeah. people, you know are often motivated, but doing something is harder than being motivated. These things kind of go hand in hand to me because doing something is even harder than feeling motivated. Yeah. And doing something over and over and over is even harder than doing something once when you're motivated. Yeah. Right. So I think that consistency is consistency for sure. For me, yeah. 40% said consistency, 60% said it's harder to stay motivated. Interesting. That's shocking. But I also think we're naturally more motivated than people. Yeah. Would you rather work for yourself or work for someone else? Oh, yeah, work for myself. Same. 70% said yourself. I do think everyone should at one point in their life work for someone else, though. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Like whether it's, you know, working at the local McDonald's or, you know what I mean? I do have friends that have never really worked for someone else and they have all this success in the world, but they don't know how to treat their employees. Mm. They also probably don't know how good they have it, too. I feel like it's like you need to know like what it's like to work for someone else. Well, they're like, what do I do? Like they didn't do this and like 
I but I and I'm like fire him. Yeah, just kidding. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just it's really interesting. I never thought about that until it right. happened. Yeah. So I think it is sense. important to work for someone that is else. Interesting. Seventy percent says yourself. Thirty percent said someone else. Long term, do you want to work for yourself or someone else? Myself. Same. Seventy four percent said yourself. Yeah. Would you rather receive? $1,000 for every mile you run or a million for every to year. R- rewind to that last question. I think it's what's interesting to me is the 30% of people that said they want to work for somebody else. Because everyone, because at first I was like, we shouldn't even put that in because of course everybody wants to work yeah. for themselves. <laughs> That's so but then true. I think I can also appreciate the value of working for someone else when you have that like, I know how much I'm going to make. I know what to expect. I know, you know, like Well, that the responsibility isn't on you. People aren't relying on you. Like people's incomes yes. aren't being like aren't relying yes. on you. There's and the a lot structure of... is set up for you, so you have you have a lot of the structure yes. set up, and you just execute on the tasks it's that are given more stress to you free. a lot more times. Yeah. Would you rather receive a thousand dollars for every mile you run, or one million for every year? I would say I would honestly. I think I would rather. I haven't done the math, but I think I would rather receive a thousand. Now that I'm thinking about it, a million a year. If you ran 10 miles a day for 365 days, that'd be $3.65 million, right? Yes. So. Honestly, I would run. I would run. To, that's to break even. So if you ran four miles a day, I would. I, I, I already I run, run quite a bit. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, I run about, I usually run about a mile every morning. I think I would take the million a year. Really? Yeah, coming from your personal trainer, whatever guy. Just because one, like, I don't know, I, I break my ankle, or like, I'm thinking, like, oh, if I'm not, God, if I'm not in a so position, logistically. if I'm not in a position to run four miles a day every day for the rest of my life, you know, say something happens, like, okay, I'd be like, if, dang, I should have okay, taken that million. If this was a day. an actual, like, this was like life or death, and this was an option, I would probably pick the million a year. But if this was like hypothetical. Like I would do the a thousand because I know me and I would know I would do more than a million. Okay. I would run more than 69% said a million. Okay. 31% said a thousand. I could, I could see, I mean, there is a point to where that's worth it, you know? So yeah, I can see both arguments. I would probably go for the million just to give myself diversity in what I feel like I could do working out. Would you rather find true love or be rich? Uh, True love. Yeah. Same. 89%. I'll I'll find true love and then I'll be rich too. Yeah. That's the best. And that's the thesis. 87% said true love. Would you rather turn your pet into the pound or press a button and kill a stranger? Oh, you go first. I would rather kill a stranger. Yeah. I would. I would. Now, this is easy for me to say because I don't currently have a pet, but I would turn my pet into the pound for sure. Because one, here's how I think about it too. One, somebody might take them from the pound. Okay. You know, that might work. God, you're so like, uh, <laughs> you think about it so much. Two, two I think that like objectively, you, if you were to bring a person to me and like my dog in front of me yeah, and like said, shoot one, like I would shoot the dog. Oh. I feel like you just have uh, to. I, and it would be so sad, you uh, know? I mean, that's like a graphic way to put it, but I feel like just like a person, like I couldn't, I couldn't, like I couldn't do it. 63% said stranger. Wow. That seems so wrong to me. I get it. I get the reason, but, it's but like, it feels wrong. If you just had to press a button, like that's all you had to do. 
I, I couldn't. It's just not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I literally I would it. be distraught. Like, I would not I know. be okay. I yeah. And also, I will say, admittedly, too, I've never had a dog or cat that was mine. Oh. Like, I live with a dog and cat now, and I love them. I, like, I, I thought I wasn't a cat person. Yeah. I love, like, we have two cats, yeah. and I love them. You know, yeah. they're so cute. One of them is just like, yeah, the best. She yeah. Jumps on your shoulders, and I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, okay. I like yeah. I like cats, too, I guess. Okay, it'll change. If you get a dog that's yours... It will, yeah. Because I, I mean, I love dogs. Yeah. And I like get it. I get, like, it seems wrong to me, but I also I get someone being like, ah, I'm going to save my dog. Yeah. I get it. Would you rather detect any lie you hear or get away with any lie you tell? Detect. Same. That'd yeah. be epic. I wouldn't want, I, if you could give me the ability objectively to get a lot, get away with every lie that I wouldn't I told want right to get now, away. I wouldn't want it. I agree. Because I think, like, I don't want to have that. Yeah, ability. guilt. It's not 66% good. said detect. Yeah. Would you rather save one person you know well from a certain death or save a thousand strangers you'll never meet? I'd rather save a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, it's just the right. I mean, I'm, I like, I, again, it's like my reason side of yeah. me, but it's just like objectively, like, I think like if you think all human life is equal, which I do, I think like human, yeah. like humans are worth equally as much as other humans. I think if you're rich or famous or yeah. whatever your life is about, you know, worth as much as someone that isn't or whatever it yeah. is. Like I think general, or you're born in this country, another country, whatever it is, I think your life is worth the yeah. same. So, yeah. well, 58% said one person. Would you rather become famous or powerful? This is, okay, so this is interesting. This is another, like, deeper interpretation of the question. I feel like I would rather become famous because it'd be more fun. And when you're famous, I think what comes with that is freedom and you get to, anything you do is, like, you know, successful, I guess. If I'm like, oh, I want to start a successful podcast. It's successful. I get to do something I love immediately. You know, if I want to make music, I put out music, probably people are going to listen to it and buy it. You get to do it. I think that being powerful is probably better for the world you know like like i think that if i had a a lot of power like i could do more good than if i was famous yeah you know so probably pick i feel like unselfishly i feel like the right decision would be to pick powerful see i was like gonna pick powerful without even thinking about it but you just saying the famous thing makes me want to pick famous famous sounds like more fun Right. Because you get to do whatever you love, like pretty much objectively for the rest of your life. And that's and that's great. And and maybe what you love is like doing good for other people, you know. So yeah, like, but that could also be in, there's but like cons is, to becoming famous. Yes, totally. I think power is like. Yeah. Sixty two percent said power. Yeah. I think. And it's tough, too, because I, I at first I heard power and, and I think it sounds like, you know, like bad in a way, you know, like someone's like, yeah. oh, I would just want to be super powerful. But like it can be good or bad. Like oh, if you're absolutely. a good person, you having power is good. If you're a bad person, you having power is bad. Okay, last one to wrap us up. Do you pay attention to if your significant other slash crush has their red receipts on? Uh, I would say, yeah, I pay attention to it. So would you notice if, like, let's say you're texting a girl you're interested in for, like, a week. Uh-huh. And then the weekend comes by and then her red receipts are off. What do you notice? I would probably notice, I would assume, if yeah. I noticed it originally. But you I wouldn't, wouldn't, I wouldn't anything. think anything of it. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, you wouldn't fact, think anything? I wouldn't think anything of it because I've I've gone through phases of having my red receipts on, turning them off, back and forth. Um, I For a while, I liked to have my red receipts on because it, it held me accountable to like responding when I yeah. opened it, which was good for a while. And then and then I, I would just let my texts stack up and I would never even open them. I'd like yeah. miss out on important information because yeah. I wanted to be able to respond by the time I opened it. Yeah. So. I think it was like... <laughs> 70% said they would notice. Okay, it depends. If I was texting them for a week, I would maybe notice, but I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. If I was texting them for like months and yeah. we were like talking or maybe dating, 
I, I would notice and I would care. Okay, yeah. I, that would bother me if yeah. we had plans and it was on like we had his red receipts were on and then all of a sudden they weren't. I would be like, wait. I would just like think like, why did he do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would I think that. about it. I Makes only sense. bring this up because on, I think it's called Call Her Daddy podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like a Barstool podcast. I was I've, listening I've to it. it. I saw that. It's wild. It. It's a wild ride on there. Yeah. Basically, they were talking about how it's a great way to mess with a guy. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't think anything of it. I yeah. feel like if someone had their rubber seats on, they turned off. I'd be like, oh, they just didn't want them on. Yeah, you know, like I wouldn't think like I it know. had anything well, to do with people, me at all. Well, some people, some people are into that. Some people they aren't. It's yeah. just like the kind of person. But I think it is a funny way to like mess with someone if like that's what you're trying to do right. or to try to yeah. mess with them. I will admit, I've had people tell me. I think in some areas I'm like deeply socially aware. Yeah. And in some areas I'm like deeply socially unaware. <laughs> so there's stuff where like people will do, especially when it comes to like relationship and like the whole like game side of things and stuff. Cause I'm so like, yeah, if I think something, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah. You're if not I don't the right guy to ask that too. Yeah, but like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm trying to drop hints. Like I've like in relationships where it's like, how did you not know this? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you never told me. It's like, well, I did this, 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 yeah, this, yeah, and this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just figured you would have told me if that's what yeah. you thought, you know? <laughs> yeah. Got you. Got you. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I'm sweating. So. It's so hot in here. So we're in we're in a studio in LA in my backyard in the valley, and we can't run the AC because it's like, and it's like like ninety five degrees out purposes. or something. So, so hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys, make sure you go and listen to Jake's episode and follow him on Instagram. My Instagram is Jake Roquet Music. Might be Jake Roquet soon. I don't know. Okay. Working on some rebranding. <laughs> um, Just search Jake Roquet on like anywhere, YouTube, Instagram. You'll find me. Yeah. It's R-O-Q-U-E. Follow him. Gas him up. Slide into his DMs. Uh, that's pretty much it. We got, we got my podcast with TK. First go episode. listen to it. Go rate and review. It'll be awesome. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls. Vote in the polls because without the polls, the podcast wouldn't be a thing. So be sure to do that. And rate and review, you know, gas us up in all of the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.